Hey everybody, welcome to episode 16 of the Subscription Podcast. I'm Paul Chambers. And I'm Chris George. And this is where we dive into everything subscription, membership, and recurring revenue. And uh, I'm going to start off telling you I'm a little little bummed because I have had my eyes on having Elon Musk come to talk to Subsum- come and talk at Subsummit for how long now, Chris? Forever. Forever. Since we started. Since before Elon Musk was super yeah. cool to, to yeah. everybody. And I think between Tesla and Starlink, Elon's going to be one of the biggest leaders in subscription in the world. So Tesla announced the other day that they're going to move their full self-driving out of beta, come on version 12. Okay. And right now you can get Tesla full self-driving for $199 a month. If you're in the, like the beta, like you can sign up for like the beta program or whatever. But I think this is going to make it a massive, massive subscription. Imagine like, all these Tesla owners out there with their cars that can drive them anywhere at any time. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Do you think people sit in the back seat when the car drives them? Well, you, I, legally you can't. And I think the seat has sensors in it. So, but oh. we're not far away from that. Would you pay 200 bucks a month to have your car be able to like just drive you? And you just sit back. If I show? knew it was safer than me driving. Yes. But I'll be scared. Yeah, it is a, like, the, so I've got version 1.0 of the hardware of the autopilot and it's there's a few moments where it's not perfect, but like version two point of the hardware and the full self driving. Like, if you're watching the evolution of this on Twitter and different places, like it's amazing yeah. how good it is. You watch the YouTubers and stuff like that. But like, see, I use it right now if I want to like glance at my phone real quick and check a text message or something like that. But imagine just like the car, you just get in and it just takes you places. Yeah. Or you're like drunk and tired. You probably still shouldn't. Because <laughs> you still though, have to like be wonder about car. that. Yeah. That's a good future. I mean, look, at it's it's the evolution of Uber yeah. and, and where these things yeah. are going. So between that and Starlink, like Starlinks, they just keep, every three days, they're just shooting satellites up. Yeah. I found on like Twitter the other day, showed a video of one of the Falcon rockets taking off, and my kids are like, what is, what is that one? I was like, this is, they do this every three days now. They send 100 satellites up. What are they doing 50 with 50 to 100. They're all the Starlink internet oh. connected satellites, and so they keep deploying it to like different countries and different areas. Do you I wonder how often they have to like send new satellites because the other ones outdate. I wonder about that. Like, yeah, would well, they just kill off the old ones because so technology changes so fast. It does. It does, and I think like that's where you know you're gonna have a bunch of space junk up there and and everything else around that. But space pollution. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a real problem. Oh, there's thousands that. of satellites up there, and oh, I know so that. they ever crash. They sometimes will burn up, and I and I don't know. I haven't researched this a ton, but. I mean, do you think we could get Elon to sub-summit someday? Probably not. You know, anything's Funny possible. Funny story about that, actually. This is great. So we were at my house. Your you reaction know, to probably not was too fast, by the way. Lie. Okay. <laughs> I know. Um, we were at my house. It was Father's Day. And my dad, like, he loves Tesla and stuff. And he's like, you know, I've been trying to get a hold of Elon Musk. You know how I get a hold of Elon Musk? <laughs> And I about lost it. Yeah. But, like, he's like, I tried calling a number. I'm like, hey, Dad, he ain't just, like, a phone call away. Like, he's not, gonna, he's not calling you. I mean. It was funny, but, like, he believed. <laughs> he's, like, 82. Like, he believed he yeah. should be able to, like, call. Why did he want to get a hold of Elon Musk? I don't even know. I was laughing at the first part of it. I don't even know. <laughs> I think he has some theory on something he could do better, probably. But. I mean, look at that's He could get to him through Twitter. And yeah. with enough effort, enough time, he could. Probably can, not. He, yeah, I so like I think, I think the answer to that in person is less likely. Yep, get them there in person. I think um, 
virtually is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Or being at the right place at the right time. Like, you know, we're get, we're going to be back in Dallas again next year. If we're in Dallas the following year, if we stay in Texas, yeah. they're based out of Austin. That the yeah, trip isn't able, too yeah. far. Could maybe make it happen. Tesla's based out of Austin, you know, so it's possible. We'll not get likely. someone from their team, though. We'll yeah, get someone from their team. Yeah. I know you want Elon, but the guy's like. I just feel like we'd be good friends. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what I mean? We have a lot in common. Yeah. We're both super smart. Oh, boy. <laughs> we both love Teslas. Yeah. I have yeah. admiration for outer space and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Lots of talking points. I'm sure you're of, the only other person that's like that. <laughs> lots of conversations. You two points. are just a match made in heaven. We are. I also said to my wife the other day, I was like, you know, I think Ryan Reynolds and I would be good buddies. No, me and Ryan yeah. Reynolds would be good buddies. No, Ryan's got kids. No, He's like, we have, yeah. I have way more in common with Ryan Reynolds no, than you. No, Yeah. The real Ryan Reynolds, not the Ryan Reynolds from oh, that great. one company. Yeah. Okay. That's a supplement. Um. So I think, uh, look at I think Elon's going to be a large leader in subscription uh, and membership and recurring revenue out there. So I'm going to work. We're going to keep working at it. We're working hard to bring somebody from Starlink or Tesla to Sub Summit next year. Uh, so if you're out there listening and want to come to Sub Summit, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, because I think there's a lot to talk about, and a lot of a lot of things to share. So on that note, let's let's dive into Sub Summit for a minute because last last uh, podcast, Bradley, Alex, and I did a little like behind the scenes type conversation of what we saw but you're a lot of feet on the ground there talking to the partners um talking about new technologies that are rolling yeah. out what are some of the things that stood out to you uh sub summit where where do you see like these new solutions that are, yeah. are being rolled out out there i really love what mountain and tatari are doing because okay. they're able to allow you to run commercials on the streaming services and they're able to track the success of the commercial based on like the IP address. So, so this is like Hulu running a, a commercial in between content, in between yes. like you're watching a show. Yep. And, and so they provide a service that allows that to happen. Well, that and if the consumer makes a purchase, they can track it. So remember, wow. with TV ads, it was like impossible, right? Whether you had a, you might have to have a different phone number just to know if they called. You might put a QR code on the screen, but they actually look at the IP address of the individual when they made the purchase, was the ad running or did they see it that day? Wow. And they're able to track the success of the streaming ad. Okay, it's so huge deal. I'm watching an ad for, for something, you know, for Spotify. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I go and sign up. They're going to attribute yes. that sign up to the ad yes. on Hulu that I might yes. have seen. Yes. Who does that? Which service? Tatari and Mountain. They both do that. They both do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and then another is what Grapevine's doing with social whitelisting. Mm -hmm. They're all growth hacks, right? So with the social whitelisting, they're able to use third-party creators to write content that then lead to the conversion of your product because the third-party creator is writing unbiased opinion around a product or service that you might be offering. And, and Grapevine is formerly my subscription addiction. Okay, so... So tell me, like, did they share any numbers or any data with you about, like, the effectiveness of that one over the other? Yeah, so... Because, um, like, do people believe it? Do they look at something like that and they're like, yeah, but, like, this is probably paid content. No, yeah, let me... So let me break it down to you simply. If there's a third-party blogger will write a blog of, like, their feeling of, like, Mirror versus Peloton. Okay. Right? If Mirror was running its own ad, you would see an ad for Mirror and you would click on the ad and you land on Mirror's website and you would, of course, a Mirror is going to say they're the best product. Yeah. And I'm less likely to click on that ad because it's, it's just like, right. for me, it's a brand recognition thing at that point. So this third party creator writes 
an article about their opinion of Muir and Pelton because they tried them both. And you're interested. So you're going to say, well, I want to see what they thought. You're more likely to click on that ad. Mm-hmm. And then you're reading what this what they thought about Peloton, what they thought about Mir, and then at the end, they kind of give their opinion. If their opinion is, I preferred Mir, the consumers are more likely to click on that and land on Mir, and more li- it was like a 30% increase in conversion. Now, it's less clicks to the site because they're going to a yeah. written blog first, but they were seeing much higher conversion rate, decrease in acquisition, hmm. and um, it makes sense, right? It's like when we're... Looking for a restaurant to go eat at. We like look at the review of John Doe that's like, oh, the Italian was great. And it's yeah. like, we go. Yeah. It's the same idea. Yeah. But you're getting a third-party creator that gives you their experience with the product. And, you know, everything that's happening with all of the social social PPC ads, this is a way to really diversify your top-of-the-funnel traffic. You're getting a higher-quality consumer, one that's more willing to make a purchase. And the consumer feels better about it because they got an opinion. Right. Like, the way they're written, it shows, like, some of these creators go in detail about like what they liked and didn't like, and they're telling you their opinion. And you might read that and think that Peloton was better still because it was better based on what your needs are. Are 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 these brands then taking this content and like putting it on their landing pages and different things like that? No, it all lives on um, my subscription addiction. Okay, so it all lives on their website, mm-hmm. and but still you could link off to it yep. if you want social proof and, and things like that. And they're seeing. A thirty percent increase in conversions, I mean, as much as fifty percent with some. Wow! You know, it doesn't think it, it doesn't work for every product. It works for it works for a, a products that where your decision is based on a little bit of research you might do. Okay. So like skincare lines. Got it. Right. It's not going to work for like a t-shirt brand because you look at the t-shirt either you like the design or you don't like the design. So like Obvi, um, their supplements and sure, absolutely, they, people yep. are going to be researching the difference between Obvi and maybe yeah. something else. And that blogger might say, "I use these supplements for thirty days. I saw this. Got it. I try, you know, and this is why I like it. Yeah, and it's that social proof. And the bloggers are yep. actually trying it out yes. in their in their writing. Yes. But then the difference here is then the marketer, the companies can go and pump ad dollars behind that, correct? Because they partner with Grapevine correct. on this, and it's just a way better spend of the 100%. ad dollars. Yeah, that's brilliant. They were they were part of the omnichannel workshop there mm-hmm. at Sub Summit. Any speakers that stood out to you? Like any like anybody you listened to that was notable? Um, like I liked Robbie Baxter's uh, subscription pledge. Like I don't know if you you caught it. No, I didn't. Get I know we're, we're we're always like in so many different places yeah. as Sub Summit happens. But she had a, a the audience had to pledge their commitment to the customer. Yeah, and to the Smart. relationship. And what was really cool about it is, um, you know, she and I talked with her, her about this on one of her lives recently on LinkedIn about like hiding the cancellation button. And I, I admitted to her about I, we did this with Gbox back mm-hmm. in the day. Yep. And you and I would like go back and forth on this. Yep. We fought about it a little bit yep. because, you know, the the call to cancel solution. Yep. And we tried it and yeah. we learned some lessons with yep. it. But that was something that she did, like allowing people like less friction. To yeah, cancel. you should be able to cancel just as easy as you can to sign up. So has your opinion changed about that over the years? Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. you can't be afraid to communicate with your customers. Yeah. And if you're trying to stop them to cancel, you don't have a good enough product, so put a better product out. So this would be one of those few moments where you admit I was right. Well, so my decision was based purely on the business revenue. <laughs> yeah, but so it I might have been right. The long term, like no, it wasn't long the term, right, part. right? But yeah. you know, we still got acquired and we were okay. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know why you just can't come not, forward. Not, with nope. That. Yeah, right. <laughs> not a chance. Okay, I was time. wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I like um, a lot of people give good feedback on Ben Parr. Yes, uh, his AI talk. He had lots of like. Jay always has great. Jay from yeah. Gold. Yeah, he talked yeah. about like membership programs and layering in there. Um, 
And I think, uh, you know, I was thinking a lot about this the other day, like there's so much room for membership that's untapped potential out there. I can follow the Savannah Bananas on yep. social. I love what they're doing. I think they could roll out like a really cool so, membership program. They're so entertaining. They're so entertaining. And they care so, like, the, I think they found their hook when they just started, like, caring about, they really started caring about the customer. And that's what we talked about a lot this mm-hmm. year at SubSummit was the engage and rich theme. And, you know, so you take somebody like the Savannah Bananas, like what, like, so let's, let's, like let's dream on this for a minute like what do you think a team or a, like a like a minor league team like we've got Jim, you know jimmy john's field here locally what would you see in a perfect world membership program for somebody like those i mean probably similar to the way some of the other baseball teams are doing it where you pay a monthly fee you get access to the field mm-hmm. you get to sit in whatever section you want, like certain sections where you can sit in any seat kind of first come first serve you get discounts on um apparel you get discounts on the stands oh that's good Right, so it's like ten percent off all food and beverage, or you get ten, you know, twenty percent off team apparel, free hot dog, or free hot dog every game. Yeah. See, I think like so, somebody like Savannah Bananas would have to take it a step further. Yeah, like they're super creative in what they do, and you don't want to alienate, you know, fans of like, oh, you know, you only get on field experience if you're a member. I feel like they could do something like the merch discount is a really good one. Um, I feel like you know that free hot dog, free popcorn, popcorn so cheap, give away free popcorn all day. It could be something cool like Golden Ticket. Every month a fan gets to do some dance with them yeah. on the field. Like they, they incorporate a fan. Golden Ticket opportunities. Yeah, actually, because they play so many games, it could be like 30 of them a month. Or something. It could be something simple like be featured on TikTok. Yeah. You know, you get to come in and, and do uh, a TikTok dance. Or, yeah, with us. Yeah, we tag you. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. There could be some fun things there. For sure. Yeah, I think, you know, what Jay was talking about with that in subscription is, or in membership programs, is there's just a ton of potential to... To, to create more value and, and to build greater relationships with your customers mm-hmm. via membership program. I mean, you look at like, you know, you have to be a member of Costco to shop there. Um, who won uh, best membership this year? Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a complete blank. Like Walmart? Keyboard. Oh, Walmart Plus, yes. Yeah, yeah Walmart Plus and the, the value that they, yeah. they provide. And, you know, we talked about this on the webinar with them um, about, you know, just, caring about the the value that's out there you know what's going to be interesting to see with walmart that happens is they're they're starting to roll out ev chargers at all their locations i'll be curious to see if they roll in discounts on ev charging for walmart plus members interesting oh it's not free no no any any ev charging you have to pay for even tesla you have to it should be free for members that'd be cool yeah but that gets expensive does it yeah yeah i mean you're paying for the kilowatt hours so you're paying for the power um, I think, you know, like Tesla does this, if you're a member of the Tesla charging, you can pay a monthly fee into the yeah. Tesla charging, supercharging, and you'll then get a discount on your kilowatt hours. Yeah. We, we ran the math on this. I think it was a podcast you were, you were out of town for again. Um, and we, I ran the math on this and based on the amount that I charge my car, like at my house right now, it'd break out to some savings and you'd save on the yeah. monthly cost on it. What does it cost you a month? Uh, to charge my car, like a hundred, 150 bucks a month. It's like having a gas station in my garage. It's amazing. It's always. And you would spend how much in gas normally a month? Same. Like probably a little bit more based on driving. It breaks out to like some cost savings. For me, it's, it's more about convenience and it's just overall like better environmentally. Yeah. Sort of thing. But that'd be a fun, that'd be a fun. But environmentally, isn't there an issue like with the batteries? 
No. So Tesla does full recyclability on the oh, batteries. They're nice. fully 100% recyclable. Oh, nice. Tesla will take them back in. We'll take the components that are still good, yeah. recycle the bad ones, and then reintroduce them. Oh, good. At least that's what they present on their website. Yeah. So I go based off of that information yeah. at the current time. Yeah. Um, but it'd be a fun like Walmart Plus feature to see them roll out. Um, all right. So back to back to Subsummit Partners and Solutions. Uh, anything else that stood out to you on mm-hmm. some that were in the Expo Hall? No, you know, those were the two biggest ones I yeah. think I saw. Yeah. There was a ton in there, right? So there were so many opportunities. But um, people can check out the different brands on our website. Yeah. Sponsors. Yeah. yeah. I know um, we brought, you know, Fihop came back this year. Yeah, they have Fihop. a really cool um, unique way of merchant processing. Correct. Yeah. So instead of paying the processing fee, you pay a monthly, a flat rate monthly fee. Yeah. So there's like a pa- there's a processing fee that, and then there's like a bank charge, and then it's usually the pre- credit card processors add a fee to it, okay. right? Whether that's a percentage point or not, they don't charge you that. They just charge you a flat two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars a month. And there's brands I know that are saving, you know, five ten thousand dollars a month on it. What's the in- so what's the inflection point where that starts to make sense? Because you're you're see- like it's a couple yeah. of cents per transaction. There has to be like a certain number of subscribers yeah, yeah. where it starts to make sense. Um, I don't know that number, but I do know. In a lot of cases, the lower the um, the average order value mm-hmm. with the number of servers, even better because you have a like a ten cent transaction fee. Right, that's a huge amount sometimes. Yeah, right. Um, bigger purchases, yeah, you save on the percentage. But let's say you're only doing a couple hundred transactions a month, then it's not worth it. But you know, as you start to grow, definitely becomes worth it. And it's easy. They got a calculator right on their site. Actually, you can just type it in, and it'll uh-huh. tell you your savings. Yeah. Yeah, we don't even have to guess. So on the flip side of that, there's a lot of the retention stuff. Yep. And this was, you know, the theme we talked about at Subsummit this year. Outside of engaging rich, like, it's a year of retention. Yes. And so Butter um, was there talking about what they do to reduce mm-hmm. churn. Yep. Um, and I think they've 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 saved companies tons yeah. of money. But, and, you know, FIHOP does the same thing. But okay. they re-represent. They've got solutions to rerun the credit card. That's failed, right? So it's so, called re-representation. Sorry. Yeah, re-represent. So okay. um, everybody's got a percentage of failed credit cards that are mm-hmm. un- involuntarily. Card didn't go through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, brands have account updater and all that. However, like what Butter does and what like Fihop does is they've got data around when they know to rerun the card. Mm-hmm. They've got tools to to notify the customer the card didn't go through. They got, you know, whether that's through text message, whether that's through email. And that becomes really important because... In some cases, especially people using a debit card, the best time to run a card might be Thursday at four o'clock. Yeah, right? got it. And the their systems have that data to know Correct. the best time to best run time that. to rerun the card. So you're not just sitting there trying it five times because your system says it's going to try five times, but it's just five days in a row. Yeah. Well, don't waste a Tuesday at one when it didn't process Monday at one. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if you're new to the subscription space here and you're listening to the podcast, you know that involuntary churn. That's a huge mm-hmm. opportunity to, to keep your subscribers and to yes. have good. Yeah, because they didn't even know it didn't go through. Mm-hmm. And they might be waiting for the product and they, they want it, right? Right. And if it's subscribe and save products, things that they need in their household, you're doing them a, a service by making sure that that payment goes through. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and if they still don't want it after it's being represented, they're going to tell you. Yeah. But they want their, they didn't cancel voluntarily, so they want the product. Yeah. Bradley, I'm going to come to you in a second. I want to know who you think was the coolest booth. Uh, so I'm going to let you think on that for a second. Like coolest looking booth, best, the best presentation there. 
So start pondering that. I'm going to come back to you. If you remember what it looked like before. He, he, was, he was all over. Oh, I remember. Okay. I was all over. Okay. I was all over. I have one immediately in mind, but it's more for function than it is look. All right. So I'm going to come back to you. In the meantime, we got to work. Shopify has to be at SubSummit next year. Yeah. They have such cool things are rolling out. I saw on Twitter today two big things. Uh, they ro- they're rolling out a much broader implementation of their email marketing. They're starting to do some really cool stuff with email marketing. Now I know um, you've got great tools out there like Clavio, which yep. a lot of conversation around them if they're continuing to innovate and continue to grow. Uh, in exchange of them, I've seen SendLane just making yep. really big waves in what they're doing. But Shopify, like everything's built into one platform, which is really cool. And then they also rolled out a new creator solution today where creators can like inter- like automatically interact with a brand and engage with the brand out there. Shopify is really just cornering everything. I know. Cause that like, that's like affiliate marketing. They're creating this like creator marketplace. So you don't need things like impact or like, right. And so like, but they're really big on the plugins and the ecosystem there too. And so it's like, they create this like little mini conflict of interest. We need a Shopify zone. I think for sure. And that's absolutely something we're going to focus on next year. We're working hard to bring the Shopify podcast live there. We had a couple really cool podcasts go live this year Mm -hmm. at Sub Summit. So if you, if you have a podcast and you're out there listening, reach out to us because we'd love to um, give you time on our stage um, and, and record one of your podcasts live out there. It's a really fun way for us to give back to the community, um, create some great interaction. So that was a fun thing we did this year and we'll continue to do, but um yeah, I'd love to love to see them even more represented next year mm-hmm. among a lot of the other platforms that are out there. But Bradley, for coming back to you now, who who stood out in your mind? Who is the best, coolest looking booth? So for me, it wasn't, and I'm going to have to remember their name. It was more functionality. And I don't think we had it last year or years before. They were doing headshots. Darwin. 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 Seahawks, That's yeah. what it was. So Darwin, Darwin yeah. the immediate thing I said is, I'm going over there. Like if I am, yeah. you know, not filming, I'm going to go over there. It gets me right in. Yeah, and like yeah. it, it, I don't know if like there was some sort of, was it free or was yeah, it was free? Sort of it was free. So it was like, part of yeah, what they're doing. 110% I'm there. You and know you what I mean? talk to brands about this, Chris, you tell the brands like do something cool, yeah, do something engaging. You have to, it makes the experience better for the customers. You're more likely the attendees are more likely to get people to stop by your booth. Yeah. Give them something of value. If you're going to talk to them. Yeah. You know, Enough of this, like, put your card in for an iPad. Like, give them something of value right there on the spot. And they probably just ask for your email address and they give you a free headshot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, and it's such a, a you know, great investment yeah. that you can make. I remember Sub Summit 2018, one of my favorite booths was Canada Post. They had the dome hockey. They had dome hockey, yeah. There. Oh, gosh, I'm a sucker for a good yeah. game of dome hockey. Butter Payments had a nice booth. Yeah. It was did. just nice lounge. It was, it was, you know, nice furniture. I really like, I like those lounges because it makes it like, not intrusive. You can go hang out there if you want. Get yeah. take a break and answer some emails. And if you want to chat, we'll chat. Yeah, yeah. I really like those. And then, who else had a cool booth? Created interaction points, and we did that this year within the app. We did meetup zones. Yep. We're gonna expand on that even more next year with um, doing more meetups and table talks and, yep. and experiences and opportunities like that. The host of buyer program, great way yeah. to get to sub great way for to meet free. brands and for the br- and the suppliers to meet brands. Oh yeah, like we were cultivating meetings for you, so. You know, brands, uh, supplier, solution providers go to events because they want to meet people. Yep. We handle that for you. And next year, it's going to be even better as the brands are going to be picking solution providers they want to meet with. So you're getting a really hot lead that you're going to be able to meet with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like as a merchant, you know, we all know 
there's solutions out there we want to explore. We want to look at and see if we can we keep finding better partners and, and yep. better ways to do things or find partners that we didn't know existed before. Yep. So the host of buyer program, you know, they you get a, a free ticket to the event, travel and hotel reimbursement, yep. and then you have these opportunities to meet with these suppliers that maybe you wouldn't, you know, yep. you'd have to wait for a cold outreach or, you know, yep. so you say like, yeah, I'm interested in growing my email or I'm growing my marketing or I need a partner for pick, pack and ship and, yeah. and the program matches you, which is really cool. Yeah. A great way. I've participated in this before and at other events. I know you have yep. too. I've always found value in it. Tons of value. When I've done it. Yeah. Um, so Bradley's out there getting his headshots and sorry, sorry you didn't get to do that this year, Bradley. Yeah. I know. I, I thought about quitting midway just to get it and just, then signing back on. You know what, guys, like, I've done. Hey. I mean, I took the camera for 15 minutes. Chris did. You know he what? Did. I don't. But he took it from Alex. Right. I did. And, like, that was the hardest 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> so much work. That's so heavy, isn't it's it? It's heavy as hell. Yeah. What are we going to buy, Alex, next year? Because I feel we like. We were going to do a shoulder rake. Yeah, you he, have to give him a rake. We he wanted did to do put a, a complaint rake. in with HR about his back. Yeah. No. We need, a, we need a rig for him. That was insanity. Yeah. No, we'll do a shoulder rig yeah. for next year. Yeah, well. We'll, we'll see. Just, Depends I'll, on how I'll much ask it costs. For, I was going to say, I'll ask for money ahead of time. <laughs> how much are those things? They're not that bad because they're just, you know, like... Um, Is it less like than 1000 no and Yes. Okay. okay. Less, less than 1000 yeah. We can do that for Alex. Yeah. We'll do for, it for Alex. Alex. But not for you. Not for you. No, not for me. Look, <laughs> like, we both immediately yeah. went up. Yeah, there was no immediate answer. Because <laughs> you got like the little tiny Bradley's out walking around. It's coming out of your paycheck. That thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, it. I mean, it's my equipment anyway, so... Did you get, did you like get a time was. lapse of the Expo Hall setup? 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got plenty. I got plenty. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it is, uh, there's just to see so many people there. I'm a sucker for a good time lapse. And, oh, yeah. No, I got plenty of those. Don't worry. I knew <laughs> I knew you needed them. Oh, you did the video I, uh, wall setup a little bit too, didn't you? Um, that was Alex. Okay. That was Alex. Yeah, yeah. He did some of that. But I was doing, you know, because I think I was edit I was editing the worst subscription at the time that he was doing mm. all the setup stuff. Yeah, yeah. But and I it, got plenty other uh, time lapses. So. Yeah, it always amazes me, um, just how every year how much bigger the stage gets and the things we're we're doing, and we continue to invest in 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 those things. And it's been fun to to kind of see that take shape over the years. So speaking of the the worst subscription. Um, if you miss it, if you weren't at the event, you can find it on my LinkedIn and I've got Chris tagged in there in different yep. places. But uh that was a fun that was a fun thing as well. The keyboards, the interlude videos. Yep. Um Chris and Bradley came up with a subscription and pitched yep. it to us. You did not invest in it. No. Why not? Uh, it was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. I, I appreciate mean, that. You don't like Bratwurst? No, I do. <laughs> but um these guys have another Company like they work for us. I can't have them distracted. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the main reason. Why. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's delivered by hand for yeah. each yeah. So if you want to check it out, uh, actually, yeah, the other place you can catch the video, the full video is on theworstsubscription.com. Uh, spell it however you want. We have all the domain names, uh, but it's worst, W U R S T subscription.com. And um, I mean, it's a, it's a Bratwurst subscription. Yeah. I actually think one person that could bring this business to life in real life would be John Roman. He probably could. With Carnivore Club and the Carnivore oh, yeah. Club team. Yeah. They know how to ship meats. I felt really disrespected for a second until you said the Carnivore Club. Well, you know nothing about shipping meat. No, but I know everything about building a subscription. Yeah, I understand that. But, like, that's half now, of the battle. Now I'm, now I'm upset. I'm going to build a company well, called. Well, you and John best, Roman can. The first best Bratwurst you passed subscription. On this, you passed on this investment. So no, don't no, even. No. Yeah, if, I, if you, you gave him 50 bucks, your mom gave you 100. 
You actually robbed your mother. <laughs> well, it was a co-investment. You know what, Bradley and Chris, if you're I listening, I will time. give you $300 to kick Paul out, and I will be the new investor. I don't understand how this so unfolded so quickly. Yeah, that's it. Bradley, so, you in? $300? Paul's $300 out. is multiple and packs of hours at Costco. Bradley, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Paul's out. As you consider what Chris brings to the table and what I bring to the table. Chris is going to bring you $300. I'm going to bring you still the buffet of Paul Chambers' brain. What about my 50, brain? $50. And I'm also going to bring my partners, Good Ranchers and Carnivore Club, no, no. to the table. First of all, no. First of all, those guys like me way better than you. Hey, <laughs> my buffet is much bigger in this Let's John Roman right now and ask him. Who's John Roman's on my with. team. You just said earlier that you think it's a bad idea. <laughs> now know, you're going to buy like it out for three hundred dollars. Like, you know what's like so when you like your like when your girlfriend breaks up with you and you go start some crazy business. And Paul just pissed me off, and now I'm going to build this amazing <laughs> business. This is a revenge business. This is a revenge him. business. Listen, keep that in mind. <laughs> you just you choose your partner here, which is dramatically changed from the original <laughs> episode. No, where Chris is like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said to me. I don't know. So it's a, it was a fun video. It was a fun. Yeah. You guys did a great job. I know Bradley, you're burning the midnight oil. Skip going to the hockey game with us so you could um, finish editing that video. Yeah, I mean it was. I was well worth it. I'm. I, yeah. was, I was happy to spend. Yeah, the we time were. To do we that. were when we watched the when we did the first watch of it. My brother and I with you. We were crying, yeah. laughing. The second part, part two is so good. Oh yeah, part two and part pool well, part three. Yeah, the Shark Tank up. Yeah, but part two is tank. still just the part two is really good too. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of funny things in that, but the final the final tank up. So we've got the full episode, the full twelve minute of all three episodes combined into one master episode on the worst worst subscription dot com. You can check it out. Um, on that note, you know, I think we we've got through a lot today. Yeah. Um, you know, the last thing I'm gonna float out to you that uh, was announced recently, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, is a Spotify Supremium subscription okay and so it's it's beyond premium it's for high fidelity audio okay and i did some research on it and it's two years in the making for this so you're supposed to announce launch it in 2021 uh they're two years behind on this what do you think the market potential so do you think that's a smart move by spotify i'd have to hear the sound i don't even know well i don't think it would matter to you i think it would matter to like true audiophiles where there's no it's lossless quality they refer to it as so like audiophiles who really like want to so the spotify music's gonna come in clear even more clear than it does no. now. And so no. somebody like Bradley, like you no. commented earlier when we were talking about this before we started recording, would you even, you're an audiophile, kind of. I listen to Spotify every day right. for hours. It is my most used subscription. I have never once thought that it wasn't Good high enough quality enough. And also, like, there already was a, there's a setting there already where you can do even higher quality. And I still didn't yeah. need to do that because, you know, streaming and data, like it wasn't worth doing it. So do you think they delayed this because they're like testing demand or they found like, oh, we announced this. There wasn't enough interest or there's demand no way that works for something like that. But, you know, when you look at where Spotify is like main revenue, stream, they get a ton of revenue from their subscribers. It's like a higher way higher profit margin side of their business versus the advertising. So like layering in that next level of subscription, because we, we always talk about like giving consumers choices leads mm -hmm. to more, you know, yeah. more success in the program overall. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they actually roll that out. It, the rumors started swirling on Twitter again the other day and then the news story started picking it up. So we'll see what happens on yeah. it. But you vote no. I vote no. You vote no. But you don't, you don't know what you're listening I to. I know everything. All right. Uh, next time I want to dive into, uh, next episode I want to dive into... <laughs> Uh, I realize what you're just saying. Yeah, you know, that was a really <laughs> delayed right reaction. Um, 
Next next episode, I want to dive into loyalty programs a little bit more and, and talk about what some of our favorite loyalty programs are because I think that's a big membership uh, opportunity and membership potential. Uh, so we'll dive into that next episode. Uh, but for today, this has been a, a good episode 16. Good uh, recap of some of the great sub-summit sponsors and partners out there. Uh, cool things that they're doing. Um, you can find a lot of them at subsummit.com if you're curious to see what some of those partners were this year. Um, you know, take a look at some of the, the other videos that we have out there from yeah. the event. They're going to start rolling out and um, check out the worst subscription.com. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, give us a rating. That always helps us out. Like, comment, and share. Uh, and the number one thing you can do for us is if you really appreciate uh, our podcast, share with a friend. Uh, it goes a long way, and we really appreciate um, sharing our knowledge with the community. And feel free to always shoot us notes if you think there are topics uh, that are worthy for us to discuss on the podcast here because we love getting those things out to the masses. Until next time, we'll see you on the next episode of the Subscription Podcast. Mm-hmm.